This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Stroll up to throw some shade. Kiki with the gaze. It's time to drag her. Time to drag It's another episode of Drag Her, the world's only RuPaul Drag Race recap podcast. It feels so good to have the only drag podcast on the whole internet. I'm proud. Um, we're exemplary. Me too. And people, people have been coming for us. <laughs> they have been yeah. saying that there's others and sending links that don't work. Uh, <laughs> Broken links. <laughs> Send me a receipt with ink on it because that link doesn't work. Oh, yeah. It's all lies. We, Mono, I'm so excited for oh, I'm our dead. guest today. I'm dead. Honestly, I can't wait to get boiled alive by this goddess from season eight, uh, from Drag Race Live, and obviously All-Stars 5. Who do we have, Nicole? Oh, fucking, we have Derek Perry! <laughs> <laughs> I said, Hi, oh, guys. fucking. Hi, Derek. <laughs> I'm used to Derek motherfucking Barry, so this is good. That's it's on brand. It. Yeah. Thank you, well, Willem. That's the new song. Oh, man, that video is so good, Derek. That is it's amazing. so fun. I, I love Willem, and I think that, I mean, what a goal uh, for mm. anyone to ever have a song written about them and <laughs> uh, to Britney Spears' music. So I'm like, Willem is comedy gold and goals all in one, and I love it. Agree. Truly. Willem is so funny. Okay, so Derek, I have questions. So (laughs) I I was a guest judge on Drag Race, season five of All Stars. And when I got there, I was like, who went home? And they were like, Derek Barry and Angina. And I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, I was sad. So shook and so floored. And I was like, well, surely they'll have to bring Derek back. Do you, can you say, do you go back? Um, I want everyone to watch the rest of Great. the season. Uh, okay, okay, work, 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 work. The, okay. the season is so good now that we're at a top four. <laughs> okay, it is. work. It <laughs> is, it okay. is. Awesome. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, another, I have so many questions. I have another Go question. Go keep going. Okay, Mono, you <laughs> ask your question. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay, my question was, of course, is the comeback happening? I guess my other question is, uh... Who what? Who would you have done for Snatch Game? Oh, for Snatch Game, I had had Mariah Carey prepared. Mm. Oh, that's right. You said that on What You Pack In. I just love her so much, and as much as I am obviously a Britney fan, that's what my my drag career has been uh, built around. Mariah mm. is my queen, and so from '90 on, uh, I I was seven years old when Vision of Love first came out, and I just remember listening to that entire album and then when Emotions came out and I had never heard anybody do what Mariah had done, the layering Mm -hmm. of the vocals and 
and being mm. so young and and understanding that she had produced all of that, wrote it, and then also did layered harmonies in with highs and lows. It just I've never heard anything uh, like Mariah Carey, and so I wanted to go and have people be excited to see me do something different, but still in the same celebrity mm-hmm. impersonation wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Now, would you have done Honey, or Mariah Carey, or New Year's Mariah Carey? <laughs> I definitely had some New Year's <laughs> jokes prepared. I was going to be asking for the hot tea. They promised there would be hot tea. That's uh, funny. <laughs> I, that's that another love. disaster. I just love, mm-hmm. I love everything about Mariah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I think, Always glam, always diva, Mariah, and you're and you are Mariah. That's yeah. you just got to pay tribute to that. Uh, remember okay. her cribs? <laughs> I, I do her, her bubble bath. Perfect. Yes, yes. yes. Oh, so also, good. Okay. I saw her at the. Where did I see her? I saw her in Hollywood at the not the Rose Bowl. What's the what am I Hollywood thinking Bowl. about? The Hollywood, Hollywood Bowl. Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. And it was she had tea on stage. She brought her kids out. She didn't yeah. know where they were. They ran away. <laughs> uh, people were carrying her around. It was honestly so I w- it was just funny and then like outstanding at the same time because yeah. she would hit those notes. Oh, it was truly just incredible. I love Mariah. That's yeah. honestly a great choice for Snatch Game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's another question. Oh, it's what everybody wants to know. Oh, we've all been waiting for a moment like this. We want to get into the India Farah drama. Some people wait a lifetime for a moment like this. (laughs) Well, I feel like I'm on such a great podcast since it's the only drag podcast and it's called Drag Her. I'm in great company for this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, girl. What's the tea? Well, you know, when and when we did press, when I did Monet's show, which is what, you know, got a lot of attention and people were like, whoa, Derek Barry will say anything uh, that comes to his mind and doesn't hold back. And the the whole reason behind me opening up about that is because it, the question was, were you shocked anyone was there? Mm-hmm. And it, it just was originally shocking to see India Fair there. That didn't have anything to do with how I think she would have done in the competition. It just had to do with walking in and seeing her because even in the episode, you can see I tried to work things out with her. I had my little one-on-one with her, even though I knew she'd still pick my lipstick no matter what. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was being honest with her saying, you know, it took a lot of vulnerability for her to open up to the judges the way she did to talk about her addiction and her struggles and the way that she had uh, composed herself online. Uh, And that was that took a lot of vulnerability for someone to do. So when she was saying India 2.0 while I was there, I was like, wow, this is great. Maybe she's actually changed. And I'm going to let myself decide that when I watch the season. And Mm -hmm. as we can tell, she got herself in just as much uh, chaotic drama as always Mm -hmm. with Alexis. Mm -hmm. And um, so now I'm just really rooting for India 3.0 because I do (laughs) think that people can change. And... um, I, she's had several strikes with me. I know it's third strike, you're out. So this will be my last chance uh-huh. uh, to, for her to impress me. It's her last chance, I guess. <laughs> uh, but yes. I think that sometimes people go into things with one idea. I know for me, I was expecting to go back to Drag Race and show an evolved Britney character and then evolved drag. And it didn't go that way. But I mm-hmm. also 
couldn't walk in there and act like I was perfectly fine seeing a cast member there that I just didn't feel uh, deserved the spot with their history against the show. Totally. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, do you think you guys were brought there to share your story together? Well, when she, when she went to hug me, I thought, okay, this is obviously something that she's just going to pretend didn't happen. And, uh, Mm -hmm. it's up to me if I want to discuss this storyline any further, because now I am bringing my personal life, uh, onto TV. And that's Mm -hmm. where you are allowed to be judged. You open yourself Mm -hmm. up to criticism do I want to even talk about India Farah and make her more famous? Absolutely not. But <laughs> the, the thing that I have to do is be honest when I'm walking into a reality TV competition. Right. And there was one person that I didn't want to see there and I didn't think should be there. And mm-hmm. as we've watched her on this season, it was hard for India to rise to the top again past the first episode. And I'm right. not sure what the reasoning is behind that. But we, we did see her week by week throw people under the bus, uh, sabotage her own friendships, break some sort of alliances if there were. And that's a competition. It's okay to do that. But don't come in saying you're India 2.0, you've changed, you're not that girl, and then get back into your same conniving ways. <laughs> I mean... Let the church say amen. <laughs> <laughs> and then the drama in Vegas was, if I'm understanding this correctly, yeah. so she had a show at Piranha, and mm-hmm. then Nebraska took over for her, and she was mad about that? Yeah, so India had, she says she uh, was, she said she quit, which mm-hmm. it's interesting to me that anybody would ever say they quit, but then they would also hashtag, waiting for my meeting, your loss. Okay, mm-hmm. if I quit a job, I'm definitely not going to be putting any information out there about your loss. I quit. That's yeah. not... Mm-hmm. I quit Lane Bryant, and I've never said a nice word about them after. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you have, to, you have to understand, if you're going to, if you're going to say things like, uh, still waiting on my meeting, well, if I quit a job, there is no meeting. I'm not going back to it. I don't plan on it. Uh, so that was the one thing that for me was like, okay, well, you obviously were fired. Uh, but that's okay. It's, if, if she thinks that she quit, that's great. And so Nebraska got called because she is a queen in Vegas that was up and coming and working. Mm-hmm. And uh, they gave her Tuesday nights. And the day the information came out on the flyer, uh, India went on her online rants, which she does so well, and, and talked so much about people, uh, specifically... Uh, Nebraska saying that's an establishment, you know, Piranha used to hold themselves so high. Now they'll hire anybody. Mm. And just things about, um, you could put a, uh, you could put lipstick on a wig. It's still, or you could put lipstick on a pig. It's still going to be a pig. Mm. Um, it just was, it it was so many things, Mm -hmm. uh, directed at Nebraska because the flyer had been released. And she tried to, you know, backpedal while I was there on the show and say, Oh, that wasn't about her. Well, it, it's still about up-and-coming queens in Vegas mm-hmm. that took mm-hmm. jobs at Piranha that had to fill her spot. And if you quit, someone else is coming into that job. You need to be okay with that, or you need to just uh, let it go. And she obviously couldn't because there were still sour feelings with her and Piranha, which is understandable if you get right. fired from somewhere. You're mm-hmm. going to be pissed off. Yeah. Um, so it went from there. It went 
crazy online with uh, the things that she was saying, the things that her boyfriend was saying, and it just was so messy. And mm. if you've if you've heard anything from Farah Kamora, um, any other Las Vegas girls now, Alexis can actually talk about this because she's been a victim of India's sabotage as well. Mm. And I think that you'll find uh, that we all have a very similar story. That there was one girl in town that did everything they could to take away bookings or to inhibit girls from uh, working or uh, putting out information about somebody so that a club wouldn't hire people. And India had just done that in uh, spring of 2019, a month before we went to film. Uh, She badmouthed Nebraska and myself to a owner of a nightclub that was opening called Iconic. And when we went for our meeting, we said all great things about all drag queens in Vegas because it's not my business to tell a company who to hire. Mm-hmm. If someone asks me, are, is this person rehirable? Well, if you're asking me if India Fair is rehirable, my answer would be no. But other people may say yes. Mm-hmm. But for her to go into a meeting and say, don't hire Derek, don't hire Nebraska. This is what they do. Uh, this is what your show will consist of. When we went in and said, oh, okay when we did find out that they were also speaking to her, there were, there was nothing bad for me to say about her. So then Mm -hmm. to walk into filming a month later and here she is giving me a hug. And I know she just uh, had a bunch to say to a club owner that actually did end up taking money out of my pocket Mm -hmm. because um, Nebraska or I was not hired for the job. So those are little things that for me, you, and she was already working back at Piranha at that point. So why is she going to Iconic Nightclub to secure a residency if she's already employed somewhere? Because she did go back to Piranha um, after Nebraska had left. Interesting. Well, that is that is wild. And speaking yeah, of back... that sucks. That sucks. That's really unprofessional. And speaking of backtracking, she's backtracking already. People online are sharing this, yeah. this blurb, an article I'm sure you're familiar with, that she's been backtracking her comments on Alexis and the the conspiracy. She's kind of mm-hmm. saying it wasn't as big a deal as it was. What, what's your opinion on that? Well, I think that what she said to Shay was probably uh, in the heat of wanting to save herself. Because every mm-hmm. week, I mean, imagine four weeks and you're still asking people to save you because you've been in the bottom, you know, over and over. Mm-hmm. You got to come up with something. And mm-hmm. so I think that's all she had in her head was, oh, well, one time Alexis asked if I voted for Shay. Mm-hmm. So let me spin that and let me take that and, and put that before the voting. That's how I'll get Shay. I don't think she thought Shay was going to go and tell Alexis. Yeah. I mean, that was mm-hmm. bold, very yeah. bold for Shay to be like, well, let me just go ask everybody. Right. And we found out that it was a little different by the time it got back to the group. India had already kind of changed her narrative and said, well, yeah, it was after you, you, uh, you, you checked with me after if I voted for Shay. Well, mm. that, that's a conversation that you can have with anybody mm-hmm. uh, after the fact, who'd you vote for? That's an honest question. Right. But to do it for, to do it before the voting is calculated. And even still, who are you going to vote for is still a question. It's not totally. campaigning. It's not an alliance. And so we've now seen, and I love the journalists out there like Nylon Magazine is saying, I feel bad for Alexis because I, I watched India backtrack her story when I interviewed her. And right. that, that's now public knowledge out there that she herself has said nothing was said before the voting. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, 
if that's a game, then it's a great strategy, but not if you're a 2.0 person that's, you know, writing all your wrongs and making menses no. in this, in this life. Yeah. That's, also, it really yeah. affected Alexis in a way that yes. devastated me. Absolutely. I love Alexis Mateo. It I think she's her up. so funny. And yeah. I think it really put her in her head. And then to leave that lipstick message, I didn't love that. I was like, yeah. you already made your point on the main stage. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to reiterate it. So it was like back in people's heads. And then you went and left notes for people. I was like, this is a lot. You did... Uh, like and I, I'm not saying I don't like India. I I think all drag is valid. I think, uh, like my comedy is not everyone's cup of tea. So I'm not going to talk shit about people because like I wasn't there. But I was like, this is a lot. This is mm-hmm. like you are really trying to stay in this competition after you've left this competition. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. It's like, girl, you did not win the showcase showdown. Don't <laughs> don't come back to set yes. and choke out Bob Barker. Like, stay home. Yeah, like, my best friend once stayed with me, and then she left Post-its all over my house, and it was such a fun thing. But, like, I can't imagine someone <laughs> saying that I did this awful thing and then leaving notes all around my house being like, this bad thing? Yeah, well, <laughs> I yeah, it's just like <laughs> India, girl, come on. Yeah, she was holding on to her moment. Yeah, yes. it's very All Stars three, very the Thorgy note that Trixie put yes. up that Shangela saw. <laughs> yeah, very yeah. that. But this was this was messy. Yeah, I I uh, I think this was uh, pretty wild, and it's really crazy to think about how queens went home for such bigger reasons. I tweeted that, like queens go home for friendship, queens send themselves home for honor, yes. Yes. and Alexis went home because of gossip. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Derek, I have another question for you. Love it. Okay. Oh, yay. So you're in a thruple, yes? Mm-hmm. This is so incredible to me. How <laughs> sh- I can't even get one boyfriend. How did you get two? <laughs> it was a two for one. It was a deal. And I was like, perfect. <laughs> Sign me up. Um, I- Bogo. Bogo. Had- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bogo. I had uh, I had met Nick in 2005, uh, about six months after... or eight months after I moved to Vegas and it was at Pamela Anderson's fashion show with Heatherette. And, um, it was so much fun. And I was in drag and, um, I was with three other Queens that were working in, in Vegas. And we just, uh, we're waiting outside rain nightclub and we had lanyards and we were like, Oh, well we're VIP. So we're going to get in. And we noticed everyone had lanyards. Mm -hmm. We're like, Oh my God, how embarrassing. So, uh, Nick ended up getting us in cause he knew the, the JLo impersonator that I was with. And he was just so sweet. And I found out that he was an artist. And I actually had a picture of one of his Britney paintings at my makeup station because I just loved it so much. And so for about two years, we would see each other out. And finally, in 2007, um, which uh, that's when we got together officially. And then we met Mac about five years later. Mm -hmm. And we both just uh, like really vibed with him. We met him at my, my friend's house. And he was just really different from other people that we had known. Uh, and he just moved here from Sacramento and was living in LA for a while before Vegas. So, and I'm from Modesto, California, so it's very close to uh, Sacramento. And I just mm-hmm. felt like, Oh, this is someone that, uh, like they're attractive and they were, uh, not afraid of coming into a relationship and, mm-hmm. and, and still felt like, they 
wanted uh, to be a part of it, a, a part of something that already existed. And I thought that was kind of wild that he would just move here. And we were like the first people that he really dated. And mm-hmm. then he was the one that wanted to make it exclusive um, a couple months in. And we were both shocked. Like, I just thought that this was something casual and he would, you know, end up meeting someone here and then do his own thing. And so it was actually Mac that sat us down and said, I I really want you guys to be my boyfriends. And I was like, wow, I can't believe that this actually is something that could exist. I've I've heard about it and I've Mm -hmm. seen it, but I had never lived uh, in a relationship with two people. So this was something totally brand new to me, but it happened so organically and over the period of uh, months. So it felt like just natural. We were friends with him at first. And then about a month in, uh, you know, things went to another place and I'm like, whoa, this is just unexpected. But I think that that's how sometimes you find the the people that you're looking for when you're not looking. I love that. I love that. And beautiful. I get so much. Yeah, I guess I it just is true, stop Nicole. Looking, but Honestly. like, how? I'm just like thirsty for dick. I like, I know. want it. I, I know. I send you so many big old dick pics I on know, Twitter, and it's been since March, and I feel crazy. <laughs> I, we all love dick, and I have a question. How do you tell non-queer? Obviously, for queer people, it's easy to be like, "Great work, I get it." How yeah. do you do you find it challenging to share your th- your how your thruple operates with the non queer public or people in your family? Um, I did with my family in the beginning feel like how is anyone going to actually understand this? Because it's one thing like they first had to come to terms that I did drag, then mm-hmm. they come to terms <laughs> with the fact that I'm gay because that <laughs> came in that order surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. and, well, if- and now. <laughs> If you stay shocking, terms, yeah, you ain't got to get shocking. You know I love, what I mean? Exactly. I love that. Um, live out loud. And so yeah. that, was, that was for me how I kind of always have operated. I've, I've always shocked my family. So the next evolution <laughs> would obviously be, you know, to be in a three-way relationship. But my, my sister explained it really well to me one time. She's like, I just can't imagine sharing my husband. Like, I, I love him so much, I wouldn't want to share him, uh, with another girl. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, would you share him with another guy? Like, would you ever be opposed to that? And she's like, well, I never really thought about that. And I I guess I just would be jealous if it was a girl. And I said, well, so when the three of us are, are guys and we're all similar in the, in, in what we are looking for in Mm -hmm. a partner, there has to be attraction that we need, um, there to be a this chemistry. And mm-hmm. so when I flipped it on my sister and told her that it could be another guy for her, then she's like, Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I kind I kind of get that. And mm-hmm. so it, it, it switches, but right away she immediately thought that it would be a, a relationship with another girl mm-hmm. uh, with them. And that scared her. She's like, no, I'm too territorial. I'm too jealous. There's no way. But when I put another guy in the uh, mix, then she kind of, it, it, it changed for her. And so I think that that's kind of how you'd have to look at it if you're in uh, a heterosexual relationship, because it, it's not about adding some, someone that's different. It's about adding, you know, the same energy to a relationship 
And there's just more love. I mean, who doesn't want to be love double? Who doesn't want to have double the cuddles? It's like, who doesn't want double the gifts? You know what I mean? You guys are just like the queer Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. You're just like, (laughs) you're becoming that bigger thing. Yeah. Yeah, we're not adding any more though. May have had an issue with it because I feel like a lot of heterosexual women are taught that sex is not for their enjoyment. It's like, did he come? Did did he enjoy it? Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like when you say to your sister, what if you like you introduced a third and she's like immediately thinks of a woman because that's what a yeah. woman a woman would please her husband as By opposed to a, let me a woman. Yeah. Yeah. As mm-hmm. opposed to introducing somebody that could also please her. Exactly. That is so yeah. fucking interesting. Yeah. And yeah. and she re- her whole mind frame about it changed. Not that she would be like, oh yeah, let's get another guy. But mm-hmm. it it was a switch for her. And I saw it in her face. I saw it in like her understanding of everything because mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. Now she would have two men there pleasuring her because she knows her husband doesn't, isn't interested in another man. Mm-hmm. So he, that, that would not be there for him. And so that kind of made it understandable for her because mm-hmm. I, I am gay. I am interested in men. And so when there's two men there, I'm like, okay, well, when two become one, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I when need some love like one. I never needed love before. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, sp- I mean, speaking of when two become one, I, I have some great fan questions here that oh, I yay. think oh. everyone, yeah, everyone wants to know more. Everyone, uh, I'll start with this one because it's just the the whole tea, nothing but the tea. Esteban wants to know, how does it feel to have the entire fandom be in agreement that they wanted more Derek Barry this season? Oh, my gosh. You know, it's crazy because we filmed this a year ago. And the, the first thing I thought is now I'm the girl that went home first. Mm-hmm. And uh, so right away, I was like, OK, I can make merch. It will be like, there's no place like going home. And I'm like thinking, how do I operate this? How do I feel better about it? And I just had to realize that it's a completely different experience that I had on season eight because so many people on season eight were expecting me to excel. And it's Derek Barry, of course, he's going to do well. And Uh it it didn't go that way because I, I did have to challenge myself so much. And it was outside of my comfort zone. And I did go there for self-discovery and to learn more about what I wanted to do in drag and in the entertainment business. And so to go back now and feel like it's the complete opposite. Because on season eight, they were like, why is Derek still here? He only does Britney. I could be in any other costume and wig and they're still going to be like, but if Britney had long pink hair, it would look just like that. So I'm like, I can't win. You know, I'd have to change my face. To actually look like I'm a drag queen, which is crazy to me. I don't understand that at all. Right. So I, 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 I knew that this was different now. Now people right. were like, we want more Derek. And uh, that felt really good because I didn't have that on season eight. I, was, I made top five, which is great. I mean, it's an amazing accomplishment. But it didn't feel like while I was there... Uh, it didn't feel good while I was there and it definitely didn't feel good watching it back. Right. So all stars was way different and I'm extremely happy that people are wanting more and, uh, and waiting to see what I'm going to do next because that feels good. It feels good to have people yeah. uh, anticipating what's coming up and, uh, uh, yes. and I can't wait. I can't wait for the next chapter. 
I want to see you do more cartoon voices. I mean, I think your your impersonations oh, are so yay. fun. You should do more voice. I want to see you do, I, I don't know. I do love that. And I think that it's, for me, I just thought that it's still in what I do and it still makes sense. And I've always loved voiceover work. I've, I've been a huge Disney fan my whole life. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, no matter what, if I go on Drag Race and I show my uh, vocal ability to, within a snap, change voices with the highs mm-hmm. and the lows of, uh, you know, a voice and the dialect and all of that. And so I knew that it was at least something to put out there to have in a reel and say, in a minute, I did this many voices. So mm-hmm. I'm proud of that. And I, I honestly could have gone and danced and lip synced and whatever, but it still would have been Brittany. They still would have said, well, you look like her, or we've seen you do this before. What else do you do? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I did what I thought was best. And i I'm happy with it. The audience loved it when I was there and mm-hmm. uh, even the girls did. And mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to put something else out that people have always told me I was good at, but I never really expanded on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, w- with respect to production, do you feel they had made decisions about who was going to be in the bottom kind of like with like out of your control? Absolutely. I, I definitely yeah. think that that could have easily been a bottom two with mayhem and angina. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's nothing, uh, it's not saying that they were bad, but they didn't excel in the talent challenge, uh, as much as other girls did who actually knew their lines, knew their choreo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just think if it's a talent show, you have to go out there and be captivating. And for me, mine was going out there without a backing track, a laugh track, without mm-hmm. dancers and being on a live mic and doing impressions. And that's scary mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. that in front of a crowd that I don't know if they're paid to be there. I don't know if they're paid not to laugh. I don't know if they're paid to laugh. Mm-hmm. You just, everything mm-hmm. goes through your head when you're in a competition show. And, um, and they loved it. The audience did love it. So I was surprised to be in the bottom three. And I was definitely surprised that that would become a bottom two for sure. Yeah. Uh, quick question. When you guys do, they do the talent show. Did you do it twice or did you do it once? Um, yeah. Uh, twice for reasons of, uh, uh, making sure that it's, yeah, that they have it. Yeah. Editing reasons. Yeah. yeah. Like when I did my special, we did it twice and then I got to, it was, I it was, for me, it was nice. Cause I got to cherry pick the jokes that worked mm-hmm. better at like which mm-hmm. show, but yeah, it's like, uh, I didn't realize they did the runway twice until I got there. And it's yeah. so disarming to watch the Queens walk down the runway with no music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very different. And it even changes like the feeling of the walk. Cause it's like, yes. oh, what beat am I walking to? But right. they, they do such a good job in making sure, and people don't realize that they have to do those things for audio purposes, because how else are you going to hear the judges? So mm-hmm. I, I, there's so much behind uh, production that, I mean, I never want people to know like the, the little secrets and things like that, but everyone knows no matter what you're filming, you have to be able to have, uh, you have to be able to have options and you also need to make sure that if anything went wrong with the first time around that you have a, a backup, mm-hmm. you know, right. you just have to in anything. Right, man. I did love you, it. Here's another technical question. This Please. is just as a performer. I'm so interested in this. So did, did it, was it back to back that you did it or did you cycle through? So like everyone went and then everyone went again. 
back to back. Dang. Mm-hmm. Mm. That to me, I think sets people up for failure. Mm. Well, I actually was excited. Oh, you were? Yeah. I'm like, I want to get back out there. I just, mm. I think that it's, it's so exciting to hear a live crowd period. Mm-hmm. Like, especially yes. at drag race. Um, my first season, I think we did a live for the rectangle girls of the world, um, yes. was the, the, um, three group, uh-huh. uh, challenge. Um, and so just seeing people after not seeing people for so long and hearing a crowd react is awesome. And I think that more challenges like that, uh, really set you up for what you're really going to be doing in the future, which is Mm -hmm. performing in front of a live audience, not, uh, film Mm -hmm. and television, even though that's going to always be a part of our careers as drag Queens, we're going to get opportunities, but our main source is performing live. Right. Right. Totally. That's so, man. Maya, do you have any more questions or should we jump into the episode? Okay, we'll do one more question (laughs) and then we'll jump into the episode because we have to. We have to. But the only other question that I think is really juicy is someone says, Liz Bauman says, you implied in your lipstick message you knew Jujubee voted for you to stay. How did you know? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, Jujubee is funny because I was, we do voices all the time. She does a really great Australian accent and we would just talk back and forth uh, talk back and forth to each other. And so there, I was going over things and, um, I think I did Celine and she laughed and she's like, Oh my God, is Celine in your, in your set? And I'm like, no, I could, I could put it in though. And she's like, yeah, that one's really funny. And I'm like, okay, if you, you better laugh. If I look over and you're not laughing, (laughs) then I'm going to be pissed at you and we're not friends anymore. And she's like, no, it's so funny. It's so funny. Do it. It's funny. I love it. And so I just already knew that Juju B was like my uh-huh. fan in that, in that competition. And yeah. I, I had her back. We never discussed anything. There was no alliance, but just walking in and seeing her, we immediately grabbed hands and I just knew that this is my, this is my person here. And, um, also, and she Juju was B so encouraging. It. Didn't she say in the episode, she was like, that made me laugh more than, yeah. or I enjoyed yeah. that performance more than yeah. Anginas and uh, Mayhem's. Yeah, I think that was in the, I don't untucked? know if I was there when she said that. It might have been untucked. I can't, I can't remember it all. I mean, that was a year ago, but. Yeah, it was I, right. so I long just, ago. Yeah, I just knew that Juju B um, had my back, you know, right. like I, I, I felt it. And um, I also did think that Cracker was going to uh, keep me, uh, Shay would possibly keep me and Blair. Those are the, mm-hmm. the, the three other girls that I thought would possibly uh keep me work who did you think i have one more question before we jump into the episode okay (laughs) do you think uh india should have won that first episode or do you think someone else should have won that first episode well those are i feel like there's always two answers for that one because if it was a work the world dance uh competition like you're showing us, what you would do if you have backup dancers, then I think India did a great job as mm-hmm. excelling with dancers doing a dance mix with her uh, quotes and everything. That is what's going to sell uh, tickets to a, a dance variety show. But uh-huh. if, if you're talking like, okay, I want to see someone do something that they don't normally do, but they're still just as good at, as they're just as good at it as what they are known for doing. So I would have thought either Juju B 
or Shay, because those are the two people that I think like really stepped outside of what they're known for doing. Um, Cause mm-hmm. Juju doesn't really sing. I mean, she's a, she can sing, mm-hmm. but she sang on that show and it was so amazing. It, it's just, it was heartfelt and the lyrics were so meaningful and it was a different side of Juju B because most people know her as like a comedy queen. Mm-hmm. And this was just very different. And Shay's, Shay does everything exceptionally. And I had never seen her pole dance. And I thought mm-hmm. it was, I thought she looked amazing. I thought the act was incredible. It's something that you could sell tickets to yep. mm-hmm. and, and be a part of a work the world uh, variety show still. So mm. I, India did a great job. And I, I think that she definitely deserved uh, the win if you're just basing it on a dance challenge. Work. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I like that you can criticize her, but then also give her props when props are due. I, Absolutely. I really like that. I think I that's, that. I think it's like so much better than just being like fully petty, being like, no, she didn't deserve it. I no. Yeah, I, that's a fantastic answer. And people yes. will say like, if, if, uh, if you watch me when I talk to her there on the episode and me congratulating her, I congratulated her on her win. And it was because it was, uh, it was something that I felt needed to be said. And if someone does a good job, I might not like you, but that doesn't change the fact that your performance was great. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's with drag Queens. The thing is that we're kind of like models in a way where, Models are beautiful to look at. They walk the runway. We're so intrigued by them. They're on magazine covers, but we don't really know a lot about them. And I feel like with drag queens, that happens a lot too, because we go out, we lip sync, you know, it's, it's a performance. They see us, they see our photos, they see us live, but they're not really getting to know us beyond how they know a model. And so I just feel Mm -hmm. like when someone does excel, no matter what, uh, no matter who they are as a person, uh, you can't take away the fact that they're either talented or they are deserving of a win. And I, mm-hmm. I did think that Girl. India did a great job. So I'm Girl. fine with that. It's not personal. It's drag. Drag. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, we got to take a break and we'll dig into the episode right after this. Yay. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little 
uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Come on, y'all. We've all been there. We want to spend a little bit of extra dough on a big night out or a last minute gift for like your boo. Sometimes money just can be, uh, dare I say, complicated. Well, worry not because earning helps you get your money today as opposed to later. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know, wake up because earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. You can get up to $100 per day or 750 bucks per pay period. Earning is used by over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability. So why don't you go ahead and download Earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Drag Her Under Podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's Drag Her Under Podcast. Get some extra dough. Have a little fun. And don't wait for your employer to give you your money, honey. Earnin is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Bring Back my break. <laughs> Which is something we always say, but someone pointed out recently, it doesn't make any sense, but I refuse to stop <laughs> saying it. <laughs> It'll make no damn sense, Derek. Um, I love it. Well, let's dig in. So India has left the episode. There's some drama up top. Uh, Shay says she was close to picking Alexis, and she's not joking, bitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I just... I feel so bad for Alexis in this moment because it's like she's just being dogpiled on, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, ugh, I just, I really, oh, I feel for her. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah. That was rough. I, I think Alexis, like, I think she did play a very uh, rambunctious All-Stars game. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know what I mean? I think she's like, and I don't think that's a bad thing. She played aggressively because she wanted to win. And I think it just... It, because they they thought she was unpredictable, they she just couldn't she could never recover. Mm-hmm. Like Derek, yeah. when you were there, did you find she was uh, particularly hard to read or aggressive or anything? Well, the only thing I noticed when I got there that India and Alexis were very one because they're mm-hmm. Vegas girls, and mm-hmm. so I knew right away that whatever Ale- whatever India had told Alexis about me was definitely going to uh, bleed more into the way that she was going to vote. And mm-hmm. so they were already kind of attached at the hip. So I, I definitely felt like Alexis 
didn't really necessarily want me there or didn't really feel like I uh, should be bringing the personal drama to the competition. Because mm-hmm. I do remember her saying that uh, I, she just thought I was angry. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I mean, it's reality TV. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to, if you see someone you hate, you're not going to walk in and be like, girl, how are you? This is so much fun. I can't wait to talk shit in the confessional. I'm just not that person. Like, I, I am what I am. You're going to get what you get. And I, I, I love being an actress, but I cannot hide. I have no poker face when it comes to seeing someone mm-hmm. uh, that I don't like. And so I feel like Alexis was already kind of on um, India's side. So for me, I just thought automatically <laughs> I had no way to get back uh, under Alexis's good graces at mm-hmm. that point because yes. she had already made up her mind that India was her friend. <laughs> They're from the same season. They work together. They love each other. And that's it. Derek, well, the face the face you made when you hugged India in the first episode it, <laughs> was it is so uh, iconic. Funny. Iconic. I, I couldn't even believe it was happening. Like when her arms opened up to me, I was uh, like shocked, disgusted. I was I was assaulted. I was. I mean, I have never wanted to be in a bubble more than I wanted to be in a bubble at that moment. But oh my god! But then I felt so much better because I saw Alexis next, and I did give Alexis an authentic, real hug. Of course, yeah. Work. Oh my god. So then the mirror message says, ladies, thank you for all showing me kindness still exists. The truth shall set you free. XOXO India, humble, heart, happy, honest. Okay. Yeah, it's just too much. Also, it felt like a tagline for like Lowe's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Truly. <laughs> Truly. What are you trying to sell? Some organic meals? What's going on? <laughs> and then the challenge this episode, it's a ball. It's a ball. It is the Charles family backyard ball. Mm-hmm. And they need to use materials that are found in like a backyard. Uh-huh. Which is <laughs> fun, I think. <laughs> Derek, love- did you have any? Did they, were you tipped off or anything like this? And like your uh, in your preparation packet, were they like, "Hey, you're gonna have to bring a cousin look" or something like that? I think it was something about a. It was a trashy barbecue, or okay. I don't remember exactly what that was. Um, Got it. But I, I did it. We never know if that's a challenge or a runway or a mini challenge. Mm. Um, that's never in there. So. Imagine you do like this amazing avant-garde look and then you find out it's for 20 minute quick drag. Oh. It's like, so it's so sad because oh, sad. you're like, no, that belongs on a runway and it needs yeah. to be lit. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I need wind. Uh, totally. So I, it just, it's so sad because you want to put the, the quality content into the looks that you're, that you know are going to be worn on the runway but you don't totally. know if it's a runway challenge or uh, the the actual runway walk. So right. I think there there was something that they added later um, that was like a trashy cousin or trashy barbecue. I can't remember exactly what it was, but right. Um, but then they also had to make something as right. well. Mm-hmm. So no. yeah, that was that was always a shock because it. I don't think they always have to create something on an All Stars season. I don't think right. every season has made a runway look. I could be wrong, but I think you're right. I think they did it in All Stars three, 
Um, but I don't know if they did it in two or four. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, wh- what would you have done just hypothetically if you had to do this drag on a dime barbecue type of look? So I would definitely have geared more towards uh, what Cracker and Shay did because mm-hmm. I love Wizard of Oz. I love Dorothy. And I think that what Shay did was closer. I don't know if I would have done like the chaps look. I think that looked awesome, but I don't know if my mind would have uh, mm-hmm. created that. It probably would have been more like Cracker's uh, silhouette. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Cause I love something up top and then kind of like a flow out flare out uh, skirt. And that, that was done. That was done really well. I thought Cracker did look amazing. Love it. I love it. Now, hypothetically, who whose outfit would would you have looked at and said, uh, do something to your outfit because it doesn't look that great? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, quote queen. Sorry, I'm a quote looks. queen. Um, <laughs> well, well, we'll dig into it as we get to the runway. If you have time yeah. to think about it. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure right now. I mean, I, I think I liked everybody's... Uh, I was surprised they were really hard on Alexis, actually. I thought the kiddie pool was so cute. It was amazing. I just thought, wow, I'm I'm shocked because she did look like she spent the most time on on her look. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought it was executed really well. I kind of see what Carson meant about the pool. Maybe it could have been a little lower Uh um, just so that there's not like a, a weird break. But also that was made out of backyard materials and totally. she made it look like a red carpet gown totally I, I don't know i don't know totally 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 agree i was i i gasped when it came around the corner yeah um yeah 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 okay so in the workroom we're sewing mm-hmm. talking about hot glue juju b says she's gonna poop herself she's nervous <laughs> <laughs> shay's being a little angel helping everybody love that. Love yes that. i loved that and yeah. also how incredible that she had time to make yeah. that full ensemble mm-hmm. and then also help everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And without even hesitation, I mean, I don't know, obviously if, if they're editing what they want us to see, but with it, it almost looked as she came up to check on people, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I can't believe that in a competition, uh, someone's willing to do that. And that right. really, I feel like, Shay should have won based on that alone because mm-hmm. all I think every girl, maybe uh, not Alexis or Blair, but the two other girls had really said, Shay, help me with this. Right. And mm-hmm. they're saying that to the judges and there's, and they still gave the win to cracker. So I just thought that that was, uh, that, that was sad. It's almost yeah. like, well, what's the benefit then in helping people? And she, I know she didn't help people so that she would win. I get that. Right. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if girls are one after another saying, you know, Shay really helped me with this. And Shay also looks like that. Then that is the deserving winner. Yeah. Period. Yeah. That's I, just for me. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. It felt like they just, she's doing so excellently. They're trying to uh-huh. sort of let, even out the playing Balance cards. It out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And on, on season eight, did, was there anyone who was helping others when it came to constructing looks or anything like that? Absolutely. Or, or? Yeah. Um, yeah. Thorgy, Thorgy helped me with my skirt, the first challenge. And uh, that's because she already had red thread uh, in uh-huh. her machine and uh-huh. something was going on with mine. And uh-huh. she's just like, oh, here, hand it to me. I'll just put like a quick locking stitch or 
That's I don't nice. remember what she put in a zigzag stitch or something. And, uh, that's awesome. That was so nice to have someone there. Cause she's a complete stranger. It's not like all stars where we know these people. Mm-hmm, right. Um, those are strangers that are like, here, just here, I'll do it real quick. And mm-hmm. I think that that was, if I knew more about sewing, I could see how easy it is to help people with that. Because, mm-hmm. um, if it's second nature to you and you're already going to do well in the competition, why not help your friend? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I love that. That's so cool. Okay, great. I live. Um, so <laughs> next, the India letters come up. The yes. India oh my letters. gosh. And then <laughs> the there's one India for Blair. Why is there like a fruit basket? Why is there a fruit basket for Blair? I was so confused. <laughs> yeah, this is now officially Law and Order RPDR. Like, the India letters. Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> And Alexis gets a note, and at first she's like, I don't want to know what it says. I Wait, I do want to know what it says. Yeah. (laughs) And then it said something nice, and I'll tell you, that would fuck with my head more than Mm -hmm. if she had said something mean. Do you know what I mean? It's like she, like, went on this whole, like, if if there was any campaign, it was her campaigning to be like, Alexis Mateo is a liar, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. But then she leaves this note that's like, I, what did it say? Uh, I I, I still love you. I still love you. Yeah. And yeah. open your heart. Yeah, yeah. That would fuck with me so hardcore. Yeah, that was, I, and I feel like maybe because she did realize that maybe she had uh, misspoke the truth or what actually happened. And then she wanted to make sure that she still let her friend know that she loves her. But then she's doing interviews now and saying that they're not even really close and they haven't spoke that much over Ooh. the past several years and that that yeah. wasn't really her friend. So I'm like, you oh, don't boy. really still love her. You loved her. You loved her that night after you got, you know, eliminated. Right. But, but you don't really love her now in interviews. So once again, I'm rooting for India 3.0. And mm, got it. Uh, <laughs> got it. No, I get it. And I think that letter actually was a mind fuck because that letter to me sounds like I forgive you, which is mm-hmm. very oh, I still different. Love you. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're to, saying. Yeah. It feels like oh, I wow. forgive you, which is an even bigger mind fuck because then it makes the other Whoa. contestants feel like, well, oh my God, she forgives her for that crazy thing. Yeah. And now India's backtracked. It's wow. weird. Oh boy. Ugh. That's oh, boy. so true. I, I never looked at it that way, but that is, that yeah. makes so much more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh, Instead of saying, I forgive you, it's saying, I still love you, which yeah. is right on with the same sentiment. So good thing yeah. you are a detective. You truly I'm, are. <laughs> Look at you, Harry, the spy. I am Detective Takaho from Law and Order, <laughs> RPDR. And I'll tell you what, I kind of like a smell. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Smells like high school gym class. Okay, okay, that's enough. <laughs> that's so enough. Rue goes around the workroom we have a very touching moment with Shay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel for her. It is like I, I lost oh. my dad. Losing a parent is so hard, especially when you're a performer, because everyone in the world could love you. But like you're just you just like having your parents there. You just and want them you. to be proud. Yeah. 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 So I fully fucking get that. Uh, yeah. And it's funny, like not funny, but like me and Shay have a very similar thing just to like make it about myself. So like, <laughs> Please. her dad died when season nine premiere or season, t- no season nine. 
Yeah, uh, season, yeah. Nine. season nine premiered, mm-hmm. and then my dad died right before uh, my first improv show. <laughs> so you know, wow. it's really similar. <laughs> I think I, I said it on the it. podcast, but the joke I I wrote after like years after this was. Uh, I asked my dad to come see my improv show and he was actually really excited. But then he died because he would rather die than see his daughter do object work. And I'll tell you something. (laughs) It is one of my favorite jokes and people do not like it. People either want to laugh or they don't. (laughs) I want to laugh. Laughing and then you look and, and then you're like, oh. Oh, sad. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, and and you're like, no, no, it's a sad thing that I want you to laugh it's, at. Yeah, so I want you to laugh because that is how I deal with it. Yeah. I get um, it. Yeah, and my but- my dad's old too. I'll be personal and say my dad's really old. My dad's ninety four, y'all. Mm-hmm. And wow. Yeah, and that's it's like, amazing. Yeah, I'm very lucky and I love him. But there's there's it's a bit of a mind fuck because I'm just like, I want to share as much of my life as I can with him. And it's it feels like it's you put I've put this like scary ticking time clock on my life and mm-hmm. and, and, and sharing it with him. That can be very uh, frustrating. And I imagine even worse when they've passed. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Just um, saying. And then also her sister died. It was uh, it was just. Sad. Oh, my God. It it's was sad. sad. Uh, yeah, Shay's been through a lot. And I yeah. remember they kind of touched on that at her finale um, right. with her with her dad. And mm-hmm. But there's nothing like being in a room with RuPaul, who is, for us on the show, our idol. And mm-hmm. yeah. whether or not we uh, have watched RuPaul from the 90s or from the start of Drag Race, there's still that feeling when he comes around, he's, he's six foot four. Yes. So he is just a tall human or six, five. And he just has such a kindness about him. And when he asks a question, he's actually asking because he wants to open the dialogue and have a conversation. And I know a lot of people in the show have said things about how they didn't really feel him being authentic. I had the opposite mm-hmm. uh, interaction with him where every mm-hmm. single time I've been with him, I feel like this is a person that cares about me. They care about my career. They're a fan of what I do. And mm-hmm. they picked me to come on their show for mm-hmm. me to highlight what I do. And right. I think that that's so important right now that people understand that Rue speaking out is him speaking through his show. And mm-hmm. if, if people need time and they go dark and we don't hear from them, but they're still physically out there, uh, like he is still on drag uh-huh. race right now. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so important that we, we let that be enough sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I love, yeah. I loved that Shay took that moment and opened up and was vulnerable. And you have to let that out. And especially when you have someone like Rue who really, when we say, you know, mother Rue or mama Rue, it, that's real for us as drag Queens on the show. Uh, some of us don't have a drag mom. And so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rue is now the person that took us under his wing and allowed us to showcase our talent all over the world. So I I would really like to see more respect put on Rue's name for me. Yeah, I love that. I like that too. Rue is truly so kind. I mean, I've only yeah. interacted with Rue a couple, like three or three times, but each time Rue has been so kind and so nice when they didn't have to, like, I'm just a exactly. person in the world, like 
and giving your energy to people is it's strenuous and it's draining. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Rue gives herself to people all the time. Yeah. Yes. She gives us. Oh, my God. I almost quoted Brittany. She gives us, gives us more. Gives us more. Gives us, gives us more. She gives us more. All she does is give us more. And people are like, okay, how about. And I'll take a side of Rue. And I'll take the entree. And I'll take dessert. It's like people just keep asking for more. And that's you got to say, pause. I, I need some me time. Yeah, everyone needs to understand that people are, uh, we're still all humans and we we still all cry about the same things where we get our feelings hurt over the same. We laugh at a lot of the same things. Mm-hmm. So I, I just think that right now uh, it's so important to appreciate what, what RuPaul's Drag Race has given this community. And a lot of people do say a lot of things about it. The fandom is so back and forth about oh, yeah. the show, but uh-huh. uh, imagine not having it at all. And oh when my you, gosh. When you think about mm-hmm. that, it's like, how much would that change our culture as queer people? It would completely have shifted and we, we wouldn't be this visible. We wouldn't be mm-hmm. uh, traveling around the country or the world. And yeah, what a cool opportunity. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's, I think Drag Race is really, you know, fantastic and really great. And I, I yeah, like it opens doors to people who wouldn't normally be exposed to drag and queer culture. Yeah. But that's not to say that it's not without problems, but also right. nothing is fucking perfect. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Totally. Like, exactly. Maybe yep. the show will evolve to to like a place where there's more trans contestants and whatnot. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like that change takes time. Also, right. Rue is not the end all be all of the show. Like right. you have to look at the end credits and look at how many producers. That's how many people mm-hmm. you have to go through. Also, you have to go through the network. The network mm-hmm. is yeah. truly the end all be all. If the network goes, no, thank you, then you can't do it on your show. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, totally. it's a lot. It's a lot. It, it was a big fight to even get there. And that was on Logo. Yep. Which is right. the, the gay channel. So, right. I mean, just the evolution of the show alone is such a... Uh, it, it's such a positive um, affirmation that if we really do want to do something with ourselves, then it's up to us to take it there. And mm-hmm. I mean, what a ride. Yeah, you're right. I mean, the gay community would implore, implode like a white dwarf without this show. <laughs> like, yeah. We fucking, I, literally, I would just go become Amish. I'd be like, I have nothing left to live for. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about TV anymore. And um, I think you've always done so well under pressure. Like, how how did you do in those moments when Rue comes up to you at the table? Like, you seem like you've always done well with it. Has that just Is that just a thing you've learned or something you've think- always been good at? I've always loved, I, I just think that celebrity, I was just talking about this the other day, that I think celebrities are so real that uh, it, it's so much better to approach them in a, just a natural conversation because mm-hmm. that's how I feel like I have connected with fans over the years. And mm-hmm. I'm like such a little small fraction of the fame that someone like Britney has or Gaga mm-hmm. or... I mean, anybody, Beyonce, who, any artist out there, drag queens are famous in such a small fraction of the actual fame that is achievable. Mm-hmm. And I just love when someone comes up to me and is like chill and they're calm. And that's how Rue is. Um, mm-hmm. 
I, so I, it's really just an energy exchange. It's a vibe. And Mm. I think that it's, it's me being in the presence of someone who I admire. So, um, Mm -hmm. it's easy to feel comfortable around him and not feel like, oh my God, there's cameras everywhere. And Rue is talking Uh to me. Oh my God, I can't take it. You know, Uh it, it just does, that doesn't even enter my mind, but I've met a lot of celebrities over the years. I mean, I was on stage with Madonna and uh, I met Mariah Carey on Watch What Happens Live. It's like yeah. I, I checked all the boxes of the people that I really admired growing up where uh-huh. when I was in my room, I would sing to Mariah Carey songs and just hope one day I'd meet her and drag uh-huh. brought me there. And so I just know that drag is what's going to keep me there. So I think that's why I'm able to be so calm in a situation with mm-hmm. someone that I do respect and admire because they're just like me. They're just, they, they, they worked hard. They got where they wanted to go. And, uh, and I want someone to feel that about me as well. Like, wow, Derek worked really hard and he got where he wanted to go in life. And what, what an accomplishment and what, uh, an inspiration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think, and I think you're already there, and yeah, I can't wait. I just want to see more Derek all the time. Yay. <laughs> I mean, truly. <laughs> Say, okay, I so truly that. wish you had lasted longer on the show, just uh, because I liked just the conversation. Like, I love how you just weren't afraid. You were just like, no, here's what you said, blah, 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 yeah. this, that, and the other. This is how I feel. I like people mm-hmm. when they are real. That makes me happy. Also, oh. I enjoyed Juju B's conversation with Rue. Me too. Me too. I, I oh, like yeah. that the show is exploring substance abuse a little bit more because yeah. queens primarily work in clubs. Clubs, yeah. right? you know, I there's one of, my, one of my favorite clubs in West Hollywood. I'll, I'll go, and if I go to the bathroom and I hear a... I go, who has it? And we all have a great time, you know? (laughs) Nicole, that's not helping the conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've been since March. I miss it. Um, I'm kidding. But But uh, yeah, we have to talk about it. People talking about it in Mm -hmm. a realistic way that like I needed to get rid of people in my life who were negative influences on me. And, you know, I needed to move on. I think it's like, very healthy for young queer people to hear because I feel like a lot of, not a, like a lot, lot, but sometimes, you know, queer people don't know where to turn. So then they're in a club and then, you know, you're doing drugs and shit, you're drinking too much and mm-hmm. it, it turns out bad. But like, I think it's very healthy for people to be like, oh, there is a way out if, you, if you're like going through that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't always have to get to a point uh, where you have a realization, uh, like you, you, you don't always need an intervention to yes. get to that point. Sometimes it's just like, you know what? I don't want to feel like this anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't want, yeah. I don't want to wake up again like this. Um, I just, I, I, it needs to be done. And I think that B has really worked so hard on, and mm-hmm. I didn't even know that B had, uh, any issues. That's, mm-hmm. that's how private, uh, that's how private B was. Cause I've known her for 10 years. And mm-hmm. I, this is not something that uh, we had really talked about mm-hmm. until she uh, got sober. And I just think that that is, to put that out there on TV mm-hmm. uh, is so brave. And mm-hmm. uh, what, a st- what a story to tell. And maybe now someone won't have to get to the point yes. that she was at. Maybe now they could say, you know, I, I know where this road leads. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to go down that road because I watched someone I admire do that 
and mm-hmm. they worked so hard to to crawl out of that uh that that hard time or that dark time in their life and so mm-hmm. that's great i mean the more honest you are on reality tv the better because otherwise you're just some fake ass bitch that's Ooh. telling telling people that you've changed <laughs> <laughs> Oh yes, call call the paramedics. (laughs) I love it. I love it. The Charles Backyard Barbecue happens on the main stage. Uh, Rue's sisters are there. Who are I got to meet them one time. They're very very sweet. So sweet. They're just so like they're the nicest people I've ever met. Mm -hmm. Uh, I did a a talk with Rue at DragCon and they were there. And then after said the nicest things, they don't have to, you know, like people right. don't have to be nice. It's, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. they were so kind. Um, uh-huh. So the first look coming down the runway, Miss uh-huh. Cracker uh-huh. and her voiceover was really <laughs> funny. She was yeah. like a, a little hillbilly, the hills have eyes person. Uh-huh. <laughs> very, very Buffalo Bill eyes. dress. Uh-huh. Very Silence of the Lambs, nasty ass tablecloth dress. But it works uh-huh. for the challenge, right? It was. Yes. It was a doily. She just had a doily sewn on her. Really? It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. And then she was eating some cheese puffs or something. Uh, yeah, it was, for me, this was very funny. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Yep. I liked it. It was a, it was just a funny, funny, funny thing. And at first I was like, oh, is it about the look? And then I was like, oh, if, it's not. It's not about the look. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but loved it. So funny. Yeah. And I guess, yeah. Next we have Jujubee. This fucking hat took me out. It is so fucking funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very 90s backyard slut. I, I also... Oh. I also love that she didn't fasten the strap on one of her shoes. Like, I know. Jujubee's attention that. to detail is so funny. <laughs> yeah, that Holy was shit, perfect. I missed that. Because I was like, God, she could really fall out of that. Uh-huh, yep. But she didn't care. <laughs> no, she, she and them seven-inch pleasers just stomping around, not strapped <laughs> in. I would never. Uh-huh. Yeah, that looked terrifying. I missed that. Her voiceover was very funny. I love the potato salad with uh, the raisins. Raisins. That made me MSG. laugh. <laughs> yes, seasoned with MSG. Yeah. And she did the that with Rue. She kind of tested out her. Uh, yeah. She tested out her her runway voiceover mm-hmm. with Rue, and he laughed at it. And I loved yes. that that ended up in there because she was all. She may not have had her outfit done when he came over, but she mm-hmm. was able to test her material on him. Yes. And I thought that was brilliant. Uh-huh. I love Very that. smart. Yep. And then we have Blair St. Clair. I do Blair. Blair. Blair did this like white trash hillbilly. <laughs> the uh, mullet. The mullet was cute. Mm-hmm. The boots were cute. Um, the voiceover was like kind of funny, not super funny. I don't think Blair's known for being, you know, hilarious, but like the yeah, look right. was there for me. Yeah, the look was great. She's such a sweet, clean person. It, I think it was kind of hard for me to believe her playing this dirty-ass uh, redneck. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. yeah. It, she did want to get outside of her, what she's known for, because I know when she did the ShemZ challenge, she's like, but this is already what people think I am, like a bratty Instagram right. you mm-hmm. know, influencer. And uh, so that was a, a really big risk. And I think it, if 
if the voiceover is not as funny, but the comedic value behind the look is, then I think it's still a serve. And I think that she mm-hmm. did really good. Yeah. Agree. Uh, Agree. N- next we have Shay Coulee. Uh, I loved this look. I thought it was so funny. A nod to her season and yeah. airbrush t-shirt. Uh, yeah, this is, for me, I really liked this look. Yeah, I did too. And I love that Shay keeps bringing things back. Uh, like her mm-hmm. prom runway was so good. Yes. And to have those influences um, of just feeling like exactly what happened to her. That was the look mm-hmm. that happened to her at the finale. And so she continually is putting in these Easter eggs or mm-hmm. these these big, uh, you know, nods to her season. And I I love that because it really, All Stars is, it's redemption. Not yes, that Shay right. needed it, but right. I, I can't believe that it really did become such a thing about the rose petals. Um, right. And I, did, I didn't know she was ever feeling that way about things. So to put that into a look mm-hmm. and then I, I know that was the week before, but still I, I loved it so much. Totally. It was such a stunning look. I think people, yeah. people in the world don't understand that, yes, several other thousands of people have watched the same television show. So the witty thing you think you're going to say to a queen when you finally Ugh. meet them is probably the same witty thing a hundred other right. everyone's doing first draft oh. jokes so like yeah i can just imagine <laughs> how many people brought up these rose petals years yeah. and years and years after the totally. show aired like uh i host the show nailed it and people love yelling nailed it at me in the way the contestants say nailed it i right. never i only say nail it or fail it or welcome to nailed it and right. or they'll be like say it the way you say it on the and i'm like i don't know what you're fucking <laughs> talking about dude like <laughs> and i know that people will say it for the rest of my life which is fine because it's paying my mortgage you know praise him work uh <laughs> but like it's just like think a little hard like you think of one joke think of another yeah. Right. Derek, <laughs> is there anything you'd like to ask uh, your fans to <laughs> pump the brakes on? Anything you oh. don't need to hear again? Um, you know, I still hear about eyebrows all the time, mm. which is, mm-hmm. it's very welcomed. I don't mind it. Uh-huh. Um, and then I get the nobody was killed all the time, but now I have it on all merch right. with drag queen merch. So I'm <laughs> hell yes. I'm like, yes, nobody was killed. Go buy the t-shirt. <laughs> you know, you kind of yes. have to, because there's things that I thought, like I did, I did a haters roast and got blackout drunk and I thought it was going to ruin my career. And then people on, in all the comments were like, oh my God, this is the Derek we've been waiting for. Uh, mm-hmm. Derek finally is relatable. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm more like Derek than I thought. And I'm like, oh my God. So people just needed me to be a mess. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and I never really got that because on Drag Race, there's so many, you want to be perfect. Everything mm-hmm. right. that I do, I wanted like, the shoes have to match the earring and this has to match this. And it's it's so much more than that. And I think that the, uh, the things that I've done post drag race, I thought that were going to ruin me have actually been the things that I've been praised over. So I'm like, okay, I can learn a full hour long Britney show. And then <laughs> people will still be like, Oh my God, but have you seen his haters roast? It's like his best performance ever. <laughs> like comedy gold. Derek's the comedy queen. Everyone else should quit. I'm like, Honestly, what? That haters it's crazy. Roast- 
is very funny. It's very also, funny. Also, nobody was killed. I'll tell you why people love it so much. Because the, <laughs> everyone has said something really stupid or yes. like wrong yeah. and has been corrected. And then yes. in real time being like, oh, shit. But yeah. there was a camera on you. So, <laughs> so like... <laughs> The real time is something that like is so hard to recreate. Yeah. That yes. it's just it's so perfect. It's perfect. It- <laughs> and the way your friend Willem is like, oh, oh. no, 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 no. Yeah. Um, I but know it's right perfect. away. He had all the facts. And the thing is that I opened myself up for a, a moment like that because I'm the one who said, like when people don't know what Stonewall is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That yeah. well, first of all, what was I even saying that for? <laughs> and second of all, I had no facts. So sure. Thank God there is a Willem because the thing is that that would absolutely be me if it were flipped and totally. someone said something and I'm like, bitch, what'd you say? That's not true. So he was, if very, I had a uh, dollar for he every was way time better. that's happened. I love it. And I love that you, it says everything about how much fun you are that you can just be like, yep, roast me, buy yeah. my shirt. And real yeah. comedy comes from the gut. It doesn't come mm-hmm. from overthinking it. And I yeah. love that you're like able to do that. Yeah, sometimes it's not planned. So I guess I'm like an unplanned comedy queen, which is awesome. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I live. <laughs> okay, I guess we should get through the rest. Yes. Oh, I know. Sorry. It's okay. No, it's not you. I want you to talk forever. <laughs> um, so Alexis comes out as the ex-housekeeper. Mm-hmm. Very Fifi's character in All Stars 2. Oh, yeah, 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 um, with the nails and stuff. With the nails. Yeah. Yeah, it, it wasn't as uh, amazing. Um, Didn't nail it. <laughs> <laughs> Cracker says in this episode, I need to nail it or I'll fail it. And I was like, I love that I'm a cultural icon. Um, yeah. <laughs> I will I say this. This is the first time that Alexis Mateo has faltered a little bit. That's yeah. true. I do not think she should have been sent home because it was a fine look. It was yeah. a fine. It was fine. Everything was fine about it. Right. Yeah. And then, okay. Oh, so then. Uh, Backyard ball. They come Eleganza? with their Eleganza looks. Wait, but can we talk about the wig reveal that Alexis did though real yes, quick? Yes, girl. Boy. Talk to me. I mean, no, that's no, we can't <laughs> talk about it because it never should have happened. It, yeah, it was awkward. And I don't yes. need to see short little Ronald McDonald curls <laughs> coming out underneath this beautiful pink wig. <laughs> so no. And that color red with that neon green was gross. It, yeah, it was it was a full blown gross step. The pink with the green was phenomenal. Right. So, yes, yes. I like that's that. That's proof that a reveal is not always good. That's mm-hmm. proof. We saw that's it. Proof. We saw it. Wait, what was your country cousin look kind of like? Do you remember what you brought? With I you? had, yeah, Christopher Straub had done uh, a denim patch um, kind of off both shoulders um, and then tight in the waist and then uh, um, like a big skirt type thing. But it was oh. kind of baggy, but still fitted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he distressed some of the sleeves and I stoned it. So it was Damn. just like, it, it was kind of going to be like a trashy denim look, which mm-hmm. is Love very, it. very on brand for me. Because <laughs> um, I'm Love all it. about that. So yeah. that's what I had had uh, prepared. Work, work. Love it. Okay, work, gag. Okay, now we're ready for the bowl. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was just moving too fast. I love it. I love it. So Cracker comes out in her 
picnic. Uh, I, I said Cruel Intentions meets Downton Abbey look. What'd y'all think? Um, I like this look. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it I was thought it was cute. executed really well. Yeah, it yeah. looked it looked finished, and that's the thing. We don't have a lot of time. Um, uh-huh. A lot of people think that an episode is an actual week, which is mm-hmm. why people get really upset with us when yep. we don't turn a look. But I'm like, well, I had four hours to work on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is something that I'm looking for is I would rather see something that's done uh, well that may be not as like amazing, but it looks like it was purchased. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It looks like that was either purchased for you, made for you, or uh, fit to you. And right. that that was a, a really clean opening yeah. one. And Carson always loves the details with the shoes. I remember he did the same thing for me when I did the, the roller skate uh, challenge mm. on season eight. And I had mm. cut up a sweater and I made little um, roller skate covers. And mm-hmm. I uh, sprayed them the same color as my outfit. And he's like, the detail in that is like it. That's what I'm looking for. That's so awesome. I knew that he was going to love that cracker from head to toe. Um, mm-hmm. Everything was perfect. I loved that. Yeah, I even liked the lack of uh, eyebrows. I thought that looked really cool with this look, like the sort of yeah, like I liked it. It was severe in a way that like I was like, oh, yeah. You live in a country club. You've never met a black person. And, yeah. uh, you know, you oh are God. playing. What is that? Fuck the little ball. Badminton. 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 Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I got the whole serve and I liked it. Yeah. Had you guys heard of these cock? What are these? No, shuttlecocks. Shuttle I call them birdies. Birdies. That's birdies. what. Yeah. I was birdies. like, a shuttlecock? That sounds like <laughs> some really fun party that I would have gone to in my 20s. <laughs> Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> or like you presents. call a dude a shuttlecock because he like just rails you too hard and too fast. Yeah. Like, oh my like, God. Blast come me on to in. space. Shuttlecock <laughs> is such a party at like Club Liquid or, or Piranha. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I love it. They should do that. It's funny. I like that. <laughs> shuttlecock. Um, work. Uh, yeah, Jujube. Jujube. I love this look. They really nitpicked the seams of it, they but did. I was like, come on. This is this is cute. Also, I could see like a real woman wearing it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It's very Polly Pocket, and it looks mm-hmm. like a Bianca Del Rio dress, and they love that shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, exactly. Yeah, it yeah. was executed really well. I love the color. I love mm-hmm. uh, everything that she did with the little watermelon uh, yes. pieces. Yeah, I thought it looked great. And honestly, like if you if you know how hard it is to line up the lines when I you're bet. creating something, because what people don't realize is, okay, yeah, you might be like more flat in the front, uh-huh. but if you your ass is going to create a different <laughs> mm-hmm. thing in the back than the front, mm-hmm. so you're matching that up to the side. Uh, mm-hmm. She would have had to dart it somewhere in the back. Mm-hmm. And there's just, that's really that's hard, hard when you're talking about horizontal lines on a garment. So I I, they had to zoom. First of all, they had to zoom in to yes, show us that. Yes, they did. Uh-huh. And yeah, they did. That's when you know that it's not that big of a deal mm-hmm. because you had to zoom in to see it. Mm-hmm. I have a conspiracy theory that she didn't win this week because they think she's going to win next week. Um, but oh, that's just, that's maybe. just my conspiracy theory. I could be way off. Oh, wow. I have no idea. I can't wait. 
I, I can't love wait. it. You're a little hairy at the spy. Gong <laughs> <laughs> gong. Um, <laughs> okay, Blair. Blair St. Clair. Um, I agreed that I wish her hair was a little wetter because it truly was in between wet and dry. I liked the the outfit in theory. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I loved it on the runway. I didn't love the little thing that she used to like weigh it down or whatever she said that she right. did. Yeah, it was a little convoluted to me, but her yeah. face is stunning. Yeah. Yeah, she, I think that uh, when Kim Kardashian did the wet hair and it like mm-hmm. had the beads in it uh, mm-hmm. at the Met, the Met Gala, Blair would have had to do something like that because I get it. It was wet, but then, you know, uh, Nicole, how it works on set. Like, yes, you sit they, around it's, for forever. It's a, it's a long mm-hmm. time. They may tell us that we're ready for runway. We need to line you guys up. Mm-hmm. And it's another 30 minutes mm-hmm. or longer before we're actually going out. Because um, mm-hmm. they'd always rather us be waiting uh, than them waiting on us, which mm-hmm. it makes right. sense with production. Obviously, they're paying the bills. Right. But right. Um, that, that's, that's hard to keep a wet look wet mm-hmm. unless you're using like some resin or mm-hmm. it, she would have had to come with a, a wet wig look. Um, right. for it to say that but i thought it looked really uh exciting fashionable it's the every everyone loves one shoulder and then one uh leg kind of mm-hmm. the offsetting of that um so i thought it looked really good i think she's so gorgeous her face and everything and the make and the jewelry was gorgeous the nails yeah. are gorgeous yeah. i just didn't love the whole thing i kind of and i'm not as sickening as her but i just kind of thought the colors the colors there was no like the, the, there wasn't as a pop of color that I thought served her beautiful skin tone. It kind of yeah. washed together. It was kind it also, of mauve Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. But it might have looked better mobs. in person. That's yeah. like the thing about TV. Like sometimes these mm-hmm. costumes are stunning in person. Yeah. But television yep. just flattens it. Totally. Yeah. That happens a lot when everything's like stoned. Um, yes. I know when mm. Monet lip sank, when I was watching that from the far away shot, you couldn't even see that she had any stones on her outfit. Yeah, and the and whole then, thing uh, was stoned. And then all of a sudden they zoom up and there's all these little orange peach crystals everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it does it does hide some of the the glitzy glamour side of mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Fucking cameras. <laughs> um. <laughs> so then Shay, Shay comes out and I a, love yeah. this. I loved it. It was gorgeous. This headpiece, the flowers, her makeup, the like the ribbony thing. I Mm -hmm, I like mm -hmm. the chaps. I usually do not like chaps. Yeah, but I I like these. Yeah, it fits well. Man, Shay can do no wrong for me. Yeah, I don't know how she didn't win. This week should have been hers, but Mm -hmm. uh, I yeah, I was a little surprised. Yeah, I agree. She's sickening. She's gorgeous. It just is just, it, and she gives it something so different every time yeah. she hits mm-hmm. the runway. Yeah, that was so good. So pretty. I It was so light and yes. uh, it looked like airy, even though it was uh-huh. made out of a picnic table. Um, what is it? A picnic table cover? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. A, a table a picnic. Ta- yes, oh my god! Cloth. Thank you. A tablecloth. <laughs> <laughs> All I had is picnic. I'm like, it's made out of a picnic table. Um, yeah, made out of a tablecloth. So either. you know, you know that it's not really uh, comfortable. Mm-hmm. But she made it. She made it look still light and airy. And I loved the mosquito net. I thought she yes. brought like some 
bride veil. And then I found out it was a mosquito net. And I'm like, how, uh, how did her mind go there? It just, right. it looks so good. So pretty. Yeah. So damn good. Damn. And her makeup is even more beautiful than uh, it's ever been. The yeah, way she always. paints. Oh my God. Yeah. Stunning. <laughs> so then Alexis. I and- loved this. The only thing I wish was her hips were a little bigger and her titties were bigger. Like I, I just wish mm. it was more of an hourglassy. Yeah. Mm. But that being said, I think this is so smart. Yeah. I think it's constructed so well. Mm-hmm. I think it looks like a fucking party on her body. And then yeah. you got a fucking kiddie pool under it. This I know the kiddie pool. It was. Uh-huh. So it was so in, innovative, and when they say embrace the materials, because this is this is the thing with the show is they are able to decide. Okay, well, you didn't embrace the materials, but then they're also able to decide. Wow, I would never have known that this was made out of those materials. Mm-hmm. So right. you're you just never know what they're gonna vibe with, and um, I would have thought for sure they're like. There's no way that that is a kiddie pool, but it is. So I think that that was probably one of the most uh, creative constructions Mm -hmm. on the runway. So I, but I did not like her uh, barbecue character. So that would automatically for me would have been in the bottom just for that alone. Mm -hmm. Work. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But you're right. They pull they pull the page whichever way they want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Remember the soup can challenge from All Stars 3? <laughs> that like, was the wildest challenge. I was like, we're doing what how now? What like, is what's sponsored by Camera? What's going on? The ta- wait, the soup tastes good or it's branding <laughs> or I'm confused. <laughs> That's why I like drag race, because you're like, I don't know. What are the rules? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they're and it's a, and it's okay that they are changing because yeah. it, it keeps it exciting and it keeps yes. it keeps us guessing. Like yeah. you may love a you may love a runway outfit. As like you said, when Alexis turned the corner, we were like, wow. Um and but then you may hear their critiques and think, oh wow you know what, I, now I see it a little bit differently, mm-hmm. but it should never completely change someone's mind into a way where they think, oh, well, the judges said meh, so I'm going to go put yeah. that on her picture, even though I love this look. So uh-huh. I do wish that there was more of, uh, it, more people that just let their opinion stay there instead mm-hmm. of being uh, swung by the judges at times. Yeah. yeah. And, and and then, of course, Cracker wins, and I thought mm-hmm. she was, she did great. I thought she was really a fair judge when, when it came to trying to decide who's in the bottom. Like I, Absolutely. Yes. That's, I would have done yeah. that 100%. Yeah. And it also took, like, a little bit of stress off of, uh, off of Jujubee and mm-hmm. Shay, yeah. because they just were able to, like, oh, okay, I'm good. And I, now they know they made it to top four. So, that was really nice of Cracker to acknowledge, hey, these mm-hmm. are the wins mm-hmm. and these are the safe people, guys. So then you have to be the bottom, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and I I'll agree with the bottom. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, I do too. Cause, and it just sucks because it's like when you get this far, you're like, well, everyone's doing a great job. Yeah. And it's just nitpicking at this point. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, just, how uh, wild. Yeah, it's crazy though because it's like, I, I get it. It's like Alexis. They didn't know what was going on with Alexis. They were like, is is it Dr. Jekyll? Is it Miss Hyde? Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. So eh, I guess we've got to get rid of her. And it was interesting to see that everyone voted for Alexis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That was wild. Yeah. I, was and not, I was not expecting that. I do think that that did happen because of the India situation. I also Absolutely. agree. I think India yeah. really tainted this episode. This, yeah. this uh, mm-hmm. I guess it probably took two days to film. It, it tainted the two days that they had to work on this stuff because mm-hmm. it was just like hanging in the room. There's only a day to get away from it. And then, you know, oh, well, bye bye. I yeah. just, right. yeah. I, it bummed me the fuck out. Uh, yeah, too. But then also, I'm like, I don't know if Blair deserved to go home. And yeah. somebody has to go home. So. Right. Someone has to go. Yeah. And, and it's we top got our... five is still great. Top five yes. is right. so good. And yes. I think Alexis is, uh, I, I don't know if Alexis would have, you know, necessarily made it to the top four, top three, whatever they're, they're doing. But, um, uh, I did think that, yeah, it would have been Blair and Alexis for me. Would you guys have been okay if Blair was eliminated and Alexis had stayed then? I am Uh, biased because I really love Alexis Mateo. I think she's so funny just as a person. I think she says things that are just funny off the cuff. So I would have been okay with it because I'm biased. Yeah. I think I'm I'm biased too. Like I think uh I think they're just all both really stunning queens mm-hmm. and have such different skill sets to offer. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I I think I just kind of want to see I wanted to see a little bit more of Alexis, but um you know, it's just it's really it's a really tough call. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think I wanted to see her in an episode past the India drama. Mm-hmm. Do you like so she just not a clean slate, but like there was time past it. Uh, yeah, I just I think India kind of influenced this a little bit. Yeah, but, which know. is it's wild because if I mean they show footage so much that uh, Alexis did really try to help India in times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like with with her snatch game, she she was basically rehearsing uh, her snatch game with her. Even though Alexis should be worried about her own snatch game, yes. which she killed, and it was amazing, but she still took the time to help uh, India and and go over it and give like a little rehearsal. Mm-hmm. And even though she already had one with Rue, so I'm like, wow, Alexis, that's a really good, that's a good friend to mm-hmm. to be doing your makeup and still be worried about the girl next to you. Uh huh. It's is still a good move. so wild to me that she did Jeffrey Star. What is? <laughs> I just, I don't get it. What was I, funny? I yeah. I, I, I never get it, but I'm always going to want to go for the personalities that you can really go there with. Yes. Mm. And it just makes more sense and it's more fun. I, I just like seeing characters on Snatch Game who we know to be yes. either crazy or funny or loud or whatever it is. Uh, I just I I think it's easier as well to agree. Oh, it's to, so to much easier. So yeah. much easier. You can't make everybody funny. You can't. Yes. Right. It just it doesn't help anyone to to pick someone who would truthfully in this moment play it calm and cool or not yes. yell. Someone yeah, like ironic detachment isn't funny. Mm-mm. It's it's yeah whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we have our lip sync assassin who's going to lip sync against Cracker and Ooh. it's thick and juicy Roxy Andrews, yes. who is truly one of my favorite queens. I was yes. so excited to see her back, yeah. back, back again. Body. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't even oh. get it. She's so beautiful. She's and so pretty. 
and yeah. so nice. And a lot of people don't really, they know what they know from the show mm-hmm. and they paint, mm-hmm. they've painted Roxy a certain way. And, uh, you know, like, oh, she made fun of Jinx because she has narcolepsy or whatever it is. It's like, right. well, that was 800 years ago. Mm-hmm. And right. it has nothing to do with her talent as a queen. And um, I just think that she, anytime I see Roxy, I, that's what I want my drag to look like. That's what mm-hmm. I, everything I like, I want my hair. I want my costumes. I want my body. Like every part of Roxy just looks polished, perfected and sexy. And I even told her, I said, you did a better three in one than some of the girls did <laughs> because ah, she, she did. She literally did. I mean, she did. what? That's crazy. And that she wasn't even planning for that. Like nobody told her, Hey, they did a three in one challenge. If mm-hmm. you have a three in one look, bring uh-huh. it. Nobody told Roxy that she just went and took the creative control that she always does and showed up with reveal after reveal. Mm-hmm. And wow, I was, I could watch her all day. Like I would Same. love yeah. to watch her. If a stripper pole is involved, I would even like to watch her more. She could just <laughs> totally. walk around it. She doesn't yes. even have to climb it. Yes. But just, that's the, for me, Roxy is like the essence of sexy uh, stripper drag. It just, she yes. looks so hot. So she hot. She also has just this presence. And then her costumes are so incredible. Yeah. She, and I mean, from her Instagram, it looks like she does a lot of it herself. And she does. Yeah. I think most wow. everything. And her she, hair, her wigs. Yes. Her she, wigs are incredible. She does, she does all them. her own hair. She, uh, cuts them, styles them, tracks extra hair or bundles into them. So I, I mean, I think she like fully will make a whole wig on her own. Not like here's this one that I have and then I'll add to it. She mm-hmm. like fully constructs wigs. So, uh, she's just phenomenal. And she's Erica incredible. Andrews is one of the best. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have seen Erica Andrews, but she, if you haven't looked her up, anyone listening, please look up uh, Erica Andrews because she mm-hmm. is uh-huh. just a legend and Roxy keeps a piece of her yes. out there and I'm so Aww. proud there there isn't someone more beautiful to be representing Erica Andrews than uh, what Roxy does that is so yeah, awesome yeah I agree I love uh, Roxy and I love that she put Miss Continental on blast too I mean she's iconic she's what amazing. did she do I miss this yeah me oh, too she just kind of a couple months ago, she kind of uh, did a live video talking about Miss Continental and just being like, you guys don't say what your criteria is. Like they kind of like they keep it a bit guarded as to like what are the criteria for to make people win. So mm-hmm. she kind of felt like after she competed, it was like it was just not transparent and people were making unfair decisions on who should progress. And she felt like as a pageant, you should say what the criteria you're looking for is. Wow. It was was juicy. Thick and juicy. It was thick and juicy. juicy. (laughs) Man, that reveal, and then also her (laughs) delightful butt, she, I mean, truly, the little, the sheared red thing she wore over it was also beautiful. Also, Roxy did not do much in this lip sync, but you couldn't take your eyes off of her. Yeah, it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter because that is the drama. The drama is entering one way, taking something off. The way she pulled the ostrich feather coat off to the beat, like the the little intricate beats in the music, it was 
it was amazing. Like actually shedding something like that and pulling it off the way she did was so dramatic. And then another reveal. I mean, yes. Yeah. Like and I some said, of her she, she wins. Was very less is more. Like she yeah. kind of, mm-hmm. yeah, it was amazing. Honestly, if I were RuPaul, I would have been like, well, now Roxy's back in the competition. Yeah, <laughs> And exactly. uh, I'm so sorry. God bless. <laughs> have fun, everyone. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for a gag like that. Oh, my God. So now we're down to top four. Oh, Derek, are, are you rooting for any one of your sisters in particular or all of them? I, I, I said day one I'm Team Jujubee because I feel like I just... I've always wanted to see Juju be at the top of this franchise. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously now, and I watching the season, I feel like I'm watching as a fan, not someone that actually competed, but I'm watching as a fan. And uh, if it's not Juju B, it better be Shay. Like it right. just, it better be Shay because right. she has gone above and beyond from what I even thought she could do from her season, which I thought that she could have easily won her season. Everyone thought that. Yeah, um, totally. So she's been this close before and Jujubee has been this close twice. So right. um, I'm happy with either. I, I really yeah. am. Work. I love that. Oh, Derek, I, you have been, a, this is a dream come true. Truly like Yay. this is, I'm living in gay heaven right now. I'm talking <laughs> I'm talking shit with Derek Barry. Like this is truly, I've reached the top of the gay pyramid. Um, Is there anything you want to plug before we log off? Well, I do want, I do want to thank you for reaching out to me and people probably don't know, but you tweeted me about doing this and absolutely. I responded, yes, let's do it. And I I want people to know that if, and my quote was show up and show out uh, because you have to show up. Mm-hmm. to advance in life. And mm. the way that it it's social media has changed everything and we're all accessible. We mm-hmm. we can pretend that we don't have the time and we're not, but we're lying if we say that <laughs> because mm-hmm. we do we do get tweets, we do see messages, we do get emails, we take phone calls, all these things, but the the way that you just like put that out there and I was seeing fans say things. They're like, you have to do this. And I just want people to know that nothing is out of anybody's reach. No one is unattainable and we are all available for uh, what's, what's next. And if you want something, you have to go for it. You have to show up. You have to, if you want the the gig, you have to book the audition. Mm -hmm. So I just, I really want people to know that. And uh, I'm so excited for, RuPaul's Drag Race live to return to the Flamingo when things are back to normal because yes. I miss I miss my cast. I got really close to Vanjie um, and Naomi was from my season, so I loved uh, working with her and reconnecting mm-hmm. in a way now that we're more mature and we're older. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a great cast. It's a great show. The Flamingo's been so nice to us, so I, of course, want people to come check us out there. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, that there are definitely going to be things coming up in the fall that I'm even more excited about. And I just (sighs) am so happy that people are saying we want more Derek because I'm ready to give them more. Yeah. Stay tuned for drama. (laughs) 
Also, everyone, wear your fucking masks so yes. we yes. can go not go back to some sort of semblance of like normal life. Yes. It's, we're not going to go back to normal, you know, anytime soon. But a mask does lower transmission. You're yes. not doing it for you. You're doing it for other people. Think of it like you cover your mouth when you cough. So just cover your mouth when you're out and about and don't argue with people at Costco. They don't get paid enough. You know, like Amen. also Amen. a lot of these people who are anti-masks are very ugly. So the mask will help <laughs> you go through life because then people look at your eyes and go, how mysterious. Maybe uh -huh. I'll talk to this person. Maybe you'll find yourself a husband. Wear the uh -huh. fucking masks. Because instead of covering a cough, you are the cough, honey. Yes. You are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm gagged. Well, I mean, listen to us everywhere. Follow us online yes. at Mono Agapian. Follow Nicole and Nicole Byer. Buy yes. Nicole's new book. Yes. Yeah, there congrats, that, Nicole. Very brave. Thank you, Derek. That's amazing. Uh, it's been People have been very kind about it. Uh, I was worried that there'd be like Reddit threads. I was like, look at this fat whale trying to make <laughs> other people fat whales. And I'm like, no, I just hope a child can see a different body type and go, oh, that's okay too. I yes. do want to tell you, Nicole, that we saw you first. I don't know if it was the MTV movie awards or the VMAs, but mm -hmm. we, we kept watching because of you. And mm -hmm. I had never seen someone that was so comfortable and uh, outgoing, and you, I, as a fan, obviously, like when I watch the VMAs, I'm a fan of everything or the MTV Movie Awards. But mm -hmm. you got to live out our experiences that we would love to live out, and the way you did that, and it was so authentic. And you're like, oh my god, here she comes! And <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I couldn't stop. I, I was so I was more excited watching you than I was the actual show and the celebrities. So just know that like when you have a gift, you have to use it. And what you have done with your platform and your TV shows and and uh, especially now your book, you're putting out so much good into the world by let, allowing people to know that no matter who you are, if you are comfortable in your own skin, then everybody is going to appreciate mm -hmm. that. And you mm -hmm. did exactly that on the award show. And I just, I couldn't wait. I was like, when is the next commercial? Cause I need to see more of this. Like it just mm -hmm. was so much fun having you be a fan and, and like being one of us at an award show, you were living your best life mm -hmm. in front of these people that you love and uh, support and admire. And here they were live in front of you. So you made people's dreams uh, come true that day because they felt like they were a part of it. I just want you to know that. Thank uh, you. I love that. That was very kind and very sweet. Also, it was so wild because they had me backstage. So like performers were walking past yeah. me. And then yeah. our producer would be like, do you want to speak to her? And they'd be like, we don't know who she is. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was so funny and wild. Like yeah. I was inches from Rihanna and that was fun. Yes. And then Beyonce yeah. touched me and I've never yeah. <laughs> felt happier. Yeah. It wasn't I'm... on camera, but so when Beyonce <laughs> walks through the hall, they go get against the wall and you have to like make your hands visible, which sounds like overkill. But like when you see Beyonce, you want to touch her. Oh, and yeah. 
as soon as like she walked by, I was like, oh, this is why they need to see our hands because you feel like you know her. She's a feral. Right. She's beautiful. Yeah. And they're like, don't talk to her. And I was like, well, yeah, everyone would want to talk to her. But when she passed, I just went, wow, what a treat. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then she like looked at me and she was like, thank you. And touched my shoulder. And I was like, oh. I love that. It was so, it was so good. You just, I know you were, you you had already done things before that, but I know that that was like a a moment for a a new audience to see you. And it just developed into so many other things for you that were so much bigger. So just know that like that made such a difference in, in, in people for sure. It did me. I I fully agree. I fully agree. Yeah. I've loved you since, so. Yes, you proved Thank that you. feeling beautiful is being beautiful. And it's 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 easy to forget that, especially in the queer community. It's Truly. really easy If you to look forget. like a sack of potatoes, put on a hat and some <laughs> lashes and have a good time. <laughs> oh, my God. This has been uh, one of the best days of my fucking life. Uh, Derek yes, Barry, Derek, truly was so canon. wonderful talking to you. Yay, truly, this was so fun. You, you are good television. <laughs> you are television. Yay. Oh my god! Well, we're gonna have you back one of these days when you have the time. You are just too fun. I would um, love that. Thank uh, you so much. This was so would. fun. Thanks for reaching out to me. And uh, I also have wait what with uh, with Kamora <gasps> yes. Black on Wow Presents. Ooh, yes, Plus yes, yes, yes. And ASMR Queens with Nebraska Thunderfuck, who's also my partner. Um, and we're gonna be getting uh, back into that as soon as things are back to normal as well. So uh, season three of that will come out. And Nicole, we would love to have you. Obviously. I'll do it. I would Smart. love to. We we do have to whisper, which is very weird for me. Oh boy. Um, but it's super That's hard for me. I know, but it's <laughs> it's crazy once you're doing it how effortless it feels and it's actually super calming and I think people would love to see you on there. So I, I think agree. My roommate would love to see me whisper anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so loud. I oh my love God. that. Amazing. Well, rate and, re- rate and review us on uh, the Apple Podcast, wherever you listen. Uh, till next time. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs> Stella like to throw some shade. Kiki with the gaze. It's time to drag her. Time to drag her. Drag her. That was a HeadGum Podcast.